0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 775, air date September 17th, 2020. You can go live there. All right, everyone. Hello in, uh, to people in on Instagram. Uh, we have people joining us in on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And I want to also thank my... Uh, two colleagues here Dylan and also Jennifer who are helping us we'll wait a little bit as people join in we're people coming in from uh on there Dylan on Instagram let's see so can people join yeah where are you guys from by the way there's some guy here who's saying buddies with Bill Gates Jen can you get a screenshot of that because this guy will also be sued because we're already suing Robert Kennedy, please get a picture of him. Um, because uh, Robert Kennedy, when I exposed the fact that he actually, you know, uh, is friends with uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, released some outlandish stuff. So let's get a screenshot of that right there, Jen. Mister Nitz USA, probably one of Bobby Kennedy's good friends. Right Got there. it. Got him. Yep. All right. Good. Thank you. There we go. This guy will be getting a nice lawsuit along with Mr. Kennedy. There we go. All right. Um, We've got Melbourne, Australia. What's that? Melbourne, Australia. We got Melbourne, Australia. We have Nevada. We have uh, sending love to Dr. Shiva from Worcester. Hey, Nunya, Great to have you. Thank you. Uh, hello, Dr. Shiva. Tijuana, Mexico. Brooksville, Florida. Uh, Washington D.C. We have Florida. Um, Bosnia, great. Um, uh, San Diego, Connecticut, uh, Lynn, Massachusetts, Austin, Texas. Hi, I'm Mar- Mauricio Marshfield. Great to have people. We love, we love, you know, it's interesting when we first started this, we had so many people from elsewhere. We had very people, very few people from local. So it's almost like the, uh, it takes a while for the, uh, for people to be known locally, but it was good. So we were coming full circle. Lisa Connelly from Massachusetts, uh, Omaha, Nebraska, uh, New Jersey, my hometown where I grew up, Iowa, uh, Everett, Massachusetts, Christopher Hooper. Great to have you, Nevada, Colorado, Bronx. And we're having people join in. Um, you may want to uh, also, you know, one of the things, Jennifer, we can do watch parties, right? Is that what you're saying, Jen? Jen, are you there? Jennifer, was saying, yeah. those of you who are here, you're welcome to actually share this on your own Facebook page as Watch Party. So if you want to get others uh, letting know, because I'm sure you have other friends of yours who may want to know what we're doing here. Uh, we've been doing a series on the immune system. We did uh, the importance of vitamin D3. Then we talked about the importance of having social interactions. And yesterday we did vitamin C. And a number of people wrote to me and really wanted, you know, I've talked about, Everything in the news today is really about vaccines, vaccines, vaccines. You don't really see any of the quote unquote experts, you know, the people in the establishment ever talking about vitamin D, ever talking about the importance of social interactions, vitamin A or C or zinc. We're going to talk about all of those, but I wanted to take a little break. Sort of, we're at the halfway point. I have three more lectures we're going to cover on building community, boosting immunity. But I thought of what it would be valuable is to just take a big step back. A system step back at the politics and the science of why Big Pharma needs forced vaccinations. It's a very important thing to understand of what's really going on. And it's a very, very different approach. I talked about it again six, seven months ago. But it's really good to educate all of you with the truth of why Big Pharma needs vaccinations. So we'll be covering that. Anyway, we have um, Iowa joining. Uh, uh, Flu, you Baker protest. Yep. Unfortunately, the Flu Yu Baker protest has been infiltrated by Health Choice, which is a fake choice organization, which actually was against protests. Okay, when we did them, told people not to come to protests. We also have to be careful in these movements. The establishment is very clever and actually plants people as controlled opposition. But uh, and we're gonna talk about that, Monica. So we we called the first protest of this on August, was it 20? Second, right, Jennifer, or 23rd? And then we did another one on August 29th, rain or shine, we did it. And the other groups waited for the sun to come out, you know, for the optics. But it's important that we build movements, whether the optics are right or not, whether it rains or shines. But um, I'll be talking more about that. So let's talk about uh, people from Poland, people from uh, London, South Africa, Oregon, et cetera. Faker Baker, exactly. All right, let's begin. So today's uh, talk, we're really gonna have a deep discussion about why big pharma needs vaccinations. And as as we get to this, it's also gonna help shape how we build a movement. And the reason I shared this content is because the goal is truth, freedom and health is what I believe we all want. It's a unifying theme for all of us. However, in opposition to truth, freedom and health is not only the establishment, but what I call the not so obvious establishment. those people who jump into movements because not to really end suffering, but to actually exploit suffering themselves to perpetuate the suffering in a, in a not so obvious way. If you look in the medical movements, it's occurred pretty much in any of the health movements, right? In the cancer movement, you had the can't, you know, the national cancer foundation, you had the lung foundation, you had the breast cancer foundation. Well, all of these have become multi-billion dollar organizations and neither has many of the lung diseases been resolved or breast cancer, et cetera. They're the not so obvious establishment. They'll point the fingers at big pharma, but they themselves end up becoming big establishments that frankly, if this issue was solved, they're out of business. And in the issue of medical freedom and the issue of vaccine, not vaccine, uh, people like Mr. Kennedy, people like Health Choice, these organizations have been around. Um, One of the organizations has been led by a pharma guy, okay? And they're around and they basically mislead movements, making everything legislative, legislative, legislative. They do not want people on the ground building a bottoms up movement. And when people on the ground actually wanna start doing that, they'll actually start infiltrating those movements That's what's going on right here in Boston by this fake choice, health choice group. And I have to be critical about them because they basically wanna focus all the anger back into the legislative track or back into the courts. They never wanna build a powerful bottoms up movement. And there are a lot of these lawyers who get involved in movements. They cut side deals, they put all the focus on them, never to build a powerful bottoms up movement. So that's one thing. So there's the establishment, there's a not so obvious establishment. And the fact that we are having forced vaccinations is the failure of not just the attack by the establishment, by the not so obvious establishment the people like the Kennedys, the Robbie Kennedys, who've been involved in this movement for years and they've colluded with people like um, Hillary Clinton. In fact, they endorsed her. And when, you know, sort of people like me come from bottoms up and expose them, they start releasing the most outlandish claims because they're never supposed to be exposed. They're like sacred cows. So we'll also talk about that. But it's really, really important that we recognize that we build a movement bottoms up. So as many of you know, you know, our movement for US Senate is one such movement. It's a bottoms up movement. It's occurring right now. As many of you know, uh, we uh, unleashed a powerful campaign across Massachusetts. The establishment got so scared, their only choice was their ultimate weapon, which was election fraud. But most people would say, oh, why are you campaigning, stop? No, we escalate the movement. And our movement now is escalating to a write-in campaign. You can see there's a pen and write in and think about if the pen is mightier than the sword, we want everyone to take that pen and when it comes for the U.S. Senate campaign to write Dr. Shiva and you can put Dr. Shiva for U.S. Senate. So this is something we want to announce to everyone out there. We are running. We're escalating this movement. We have more and more people joining our movement. We have more long sign requests we're trying to keep up with. And obviously all of you have been donating more to the campaign. So Another way all of you can help is to support and donate to the campaign. And by the way, it's been phenomenal. All the small dollar donation we've been getting over the last, uh, since we announced we're running, it's just absolutely uh, great to see all the support. And as you know, when you donate to our campaign, 25 or more, people get access to this awesome book called System and Revolution. I always want to reciprocate. And that book really allows you to understand all systems. It it integrates My MIT training for over 30 years in engineering systems theory and Eastern systems of medicine to build a whole way that you can understand what a system is from a very theoretical standpoint and a very practical standpoint. And then you can use those principles to actually apply it to your your body, which is a system. And for that, I've created a tool called Your Body, Your System. And by the way, everyone in the United States can donate to the campaign. If you're outside of the United States, you can go directly to your body, your system. But this tool allows you to interrogate yourself with a set of questions and find out what kind of system you are as graphed on that three-dimensional map of the triangle, which is that red dot. Then you can a- answer yourself, uh, ask yourself another set of questions to figure out how you have moved away from being you, which is, remember, when you're operating where your body likes to be, your body in many ways takes care of itself, but your weakened and your dysfunction, your body will in some way start attacking itself with what the immune system we've talked about does. And then you can figure out how you can, this educational tool allows you to figure out how the inputs of food and activities and and, um, different types of uh, supplements can bring you back to you. But I encourage everyone to support your body, your system. And by the way, some of you also recently asked, You know your body your system also there's an institute i created called systems health systemshealth.com and after i went to india in 2007 after i finished my phd at mit i took a little bit of time to really understand the integration of eastern and western medicine and that resulted in an institute i created where we've trained you know uh, tens of thousands of people now on how to understand the body as a system there's a whole course there there's a foundations of systems course You can take, it's about 10 hours, you can get certified as a system health practitioner, an educator to be specific. And we also have another course, a master's course, where it's a lot more courses, but you really literally get a master's training and it's as three different different certifications with it. But anyway, that's an aside, but what I wanna let you know is that our goal is to really help everyone really understand how the body is a system, how you are a system, because if you take a systems approach, you can really start uh, understanding everything. So our campaign for truth, freedom and health moves on as a write-in campaign, as a powerful bottoms up movement. We don't wait for others to uh, you know, guide how our movement shapes up. So please take advantage of that. And um, as a part of that, many of you know, we've been wanting to really focus on, on a systems approach. So I'm gonna now sort of switch and I'm gonna really talk about today's talk which is really, um, to educate all of you on why big pharma needs forced vaccination. And the emphasis is on the word needs They're in a dire situation, as I've talked about before, but I want to go a little bit deeper and show you the interconnections again to educate you why they're going to be so fanatical about protecting their turf. Okay. They're not going to go away easily. And they're not going to go away from, um, you know, um, people just doing one protest on one issue. It's got to be a massive movement and it cannot be top down. And more, more particular, we have to watch out for these people who get involved from a legislative aspect, which is to drive people back into you know, XYZ legislator. We want to build a bottoms up movement. And that's what the Shiva for Senate campaign is about. So let me um, sort of jump right into this. So why does big pharma need, the key word is need forced vaccinations. So By way of background, let's figure out what is it that we need, what is it that we want. And I believe all of us, as I've talked before, want three things. We want truth, we want freedom, and we want health. And again, to review what, what I mean by that is it's very different in contrast to what they want. They want power, they want profit, and they want control. Okay? So in order to win truth, freedom, and health, it's really important. to be very aware of what the enemy uh, wants and how they work. Well, first of all, they're very into exclusivity. These are the principles. They do everything behind closed doors. Um, uh, They're not upfront with anything. And we've noticed this in the quote-unquote anti-vax movement. They're all about darkness, opacity. They hide everything behind closed doors. They are into reductionism, which means they take a very complex issue and they just Want to look at one piece of it? They don't want to look at the whole because that way they can manipulate you. They're into centralization of power. They want to keep everything again localized to a few, and they're highly into censorship. They don't want which they don't want freedom. And finally, they want to depersonalize you. They don't want to treat you as a unique person, which is the right medicine for the right person at the right time. They want to depersonalize you, which means push the concept one size fits all. So those are the strategies of the enemy and to get a little deeper into it by exclusivity we mean a few only the elite and you will find revolutionary movements where they're not revolutionary they're not bottoms up they're done exclusively for the few you know celebrities run it or talk show hosts or grifters etc opacity means it's hidden secretive reductionism means again as I mentioned the parts are focused on not the whole and it's centralization Either it's the forces of big pharma, big media, or big government. And censorship, You, if you ever see a movement that says, shut up, fall in line. In fact, the so-called fake uh, medical freedom movement, when a lot of mothers wanted to have protests, they, they told them to shut up, you do these things. And when we started doing these bottoms up movements, now they started doing their quote unquote protests, but it's all top-down control, very different, okay? And it's depersonalization, which, which means Treating everyone as a statistic, treating everyone as a blob, corralling people. We noticed in a number of these movements when we were in New Jersey, when we won a a big victory there, the opposition was trying to corral people, telling people to shut up. That's not a protest. That's basically controlled opposition. Okay. now going getting back to what we want and what you want. We want truth, freedom and health. And as a part of truth, freedom and health. What are our strategies to winning? And I want to really impart this on you that. We can, we're not going to win using the enemy's approach. If we think we're going to say, hey, fight fire with fire, typically what you find out is many of those movements fail and they become as bad as the movements that, that we are fighting against. Right. So one of the key things is we want inclusivity. We want to be open. If you notice when we do our lives, we're including everyone. OK, we invite people to come. We invite people to talk. Now, if we. That doesn't mean organizationally, you know our campaign, we protect ourselves because we know spies come into our campaign, but we share our information quite broadly and openly. Transparency, uh, which means the ability to understand and look at a thing all the way through. system syncing, which means we take a systems approach and I'll come back to decentralization. For example, when we run our campaign, we have volunteers all over where we encourage town leaders. build a bottoms-up movement. Um, You know, It's very, very hard to run a centralized movement because then you have to have massive and massive administration, freedom, open discourse, open debate, and we need personalization, the right medicine for the right person at the right time. So again, in inclusivity, we invite all. We encourage open discourse, open debate. We want people to look at the whole, and we'll look at an example of that. And we want people to be direct and everywhere. And Freedom means not one inch to those who attempt to censor us and personalization. As we've been speaking about, it's not one size fits all, but the right medicine for the right person at the right time. So this is a system of how truth, freedom and health are interrelated. I've talked about it, but I believe as a diagram, this helps you understand it a little bit better. And what you see in this diagram is there are the three forces of truth, freedom and health. And if you want to consider it in this way, that we begin with the blue area with freedom. Now, freedom means the ability where we can not have big tech censoring us. As you notice, Facebook throttles me. You know, Twitter uh, and YouTube have taken down videos that I've talked about vitamin D, that's not freedom. So we have five major companies today which control our discourse. We don't have open press anymore. It's a few major organizations. But with freedom, if we have freedom, we can have discourse, and we can practice what's called the scientific method and we can do what's called systems thinking. Systems thinking means we look at the whole, we, we don't look, we don't cherry pick. Scientific method means we go into the unknown, we do experiments, we gather data, we build models, we test those models until they become laws through iteration. That leads us to truth and with truth we can now have a lens to really identify the real problem, And the real solution. So, in the case of of health, we know we have to have a one to one relationship. That's the truth. In the case of health, one size doesn't fit all. That's the truth. In the case of health, we need good infrastructure. So, that leads to health. And with health, we can then have the strength to fight for freedom. So, that's how this works. I hope that helps. Let me see if there's any questions on that. But what you can really see is I want you to take this as a foundation, as a framework for really having a worldview, and you can use this framework to pretty much understand a lot of things. The op- opposite to this is fear, fiction, and fascism, okay? The opposite of freedom is you start with fear. You push fear, fear, fear. And that's what was done with this coronavirus fear And with fear, or with the climate change fear-mongering. And one of the big things that occurs with fear is you no longer practice a systems approach. You no longer take a scientific method, you scare, people so much you say well we don't have time for that we don't have time to look at the data you just got it we all have scientific consensus okay that's not the scientific method there could be 97 percent of the people who believe the sun goes around the earth and one guy could have data showing the earth goes around the sun and guess what scientific consensus that prevails you get to garbage and you get to fiction With the climate change, everyone has said CO2 is a pollutant. Meanwhile, pollution is forgotten and China is allowed to pollute. Again, scientific consensus. So that leads to fiction. And once you get, once you can go from fear to fiction, which is, oh, we all need to be vaccinated. Not we need to boost the immune system, which would be the truth. You can now have a fake problem, you know, and then you get to a fake solution, which leads to fascism. Fascism uh, is where everyone gets frozen. People are incapable of fighting for freedom. You get more fear. You get more fiction, more fascism. And that's the, so where we are right now in 2020s, are we going to have this, truth, freedom, and health? And that's what, you know, our campaign, you know, in Massachusetts is about, but it's more than Massachusetts. Where are Massachusetts, the epicenter in many ways of fear, fiction, and fascism. We're building this movement, but it's become a global movement for truth, freedom, and health. But I really want you to look at these two slides here to really, and I'm going to go back and forth and really look at this difference, fear, fiction, and fascism, scientific consensus, or do we want the scientific method? Okay. This is really where we're at. These are really the two fundamental aspects that you really want to consider where we're at. So in order to differentiate truth and fiction, we have to have an understanding of what is evidence. Now in the election fraud case, I told you, There is no evidence of any in all the U.S. elections. You have to understand the powerful thing that the biggest fraud in all U.S. elections is a we don't take voter ID. None of you can prove you actually went to a U.S. election because there's no record of you going and doing that. You don't even get a receipt. The second thing is the stuff coming out of those machines can be manipulated, as I've shared in the videos on election fraud, as we found out ourselves, you can take a doofus, who never campaigned, didn't spend a dollar, no organization, and overnight, he's made a victor when it was clear that we were on a landslide victory because they can manipulate the voting machines in seconds. So what is evidence? Well, evidence is, in order for something to be evidence, it means that it is unambiguously predicted. That means the output coming out of a system that predicts something is unambiguous, which means That the inputs that you can trace it all the way back every part of that process to without ambiguity all right so for example if you run a company you have auditors who can come in and trace every transaction right to know is the revenue you're reporting and this happens in wall street is the expenses you're reporting real many of these private companies right we go through more scrutiny than the election process they, they don't even really get audited to make sure, is the results coming out unambiguous, right? Now, by way of example, this is data from the International you know, Proceedings of Climate Change, the IPCC, and what you find is that they have predictions about how much ice is gonna melt in the Arctic. And what do you see here? Each one of these lines is coming from different models, quote unquote, science. And each there's about 40 of them, one, two, three, about four. And each of these models predicts a different amount of ice will be um, melting on the Arctic. The top one says about hundred percent and the bottom one here says, you know, sorry, there's 21 models. The bottom one, the bottom one says by 2050, all the ice would have, um, no ice would have melted, okay? So hundred percent of ice, no ice. Well, and then you have a bunch of flavors in between. I can tell you, this is not evidence the fact that this is being pushed as evidence, this is what's called indeterminate in science. So evidence is something that's unambiguous. And we live in a world right now. People are coming up with scientific consensus. There is no evidence. They just have a bunch of graphs and there's various flavors. That This is not evidence. Evidence would be one clear line, which is substantiated, that it actually predicts what occurred in the past as well as into the future. Okay? And if you guys want to go, there's a great video I did called Donald Trump did the right thing on pulling out of the Paris Accords. And whether you like Trump or not, when I saw that he pulled out of the Paris Accords, what I did was an analysis which really showed that the Paris Accords have nothing to do with trying to, you know, you know, decrease pollution. In fact, they allow China to pollute and they actually are all all about essentially a carbon tax for people, a few set of people to make Trillions of dollars. Okay. Um, in fact, when you look at prior to the, the big coronavirus fear mongering that took place in January, uh, I don't know if you guys know, in places like China, there were massive anti pollution protests. All right. And you know, in China you get shot and you get killed for protesting, but in Wuhan itself, in Wuhan itself. They were planning on putting in these big incinerators. China goes and puts out these big incinerators. And by the way, by the Paris Accords, they're allowed to pollute more. And the people of China were, they like you and I, the people, not the government, actually wants clean air, clean water, and clean food. They were having massive protests there and clashes with police. This was literally six months before the coronavirus fear mongering took place. And remember, this was around the time, you know, uh, Hong Kong was having massive protests. So it really makes you wonder Uh, the relationship between the crackdown that was going on here and suddenly this fear-mongering hoax, okay? Now, one of the things we also need to remember is that when you start looking at the interconnections of something like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the Clinton Foundation, you have Fauci here with Hillary Clinton, Fauci with Gates, these guys together, the Clinton Foundation And the Gates Foundation, by the way, Robert Kennedy Jr., the quote unquote guy who's running around acting as oh, he's for medical freedom, endorsed vaccine queen Hillary Clinton three times, endorsed her. okay? and there are organizations who are infiltrating a lot of the medical freedom movements and they're directly connected uh, through Mr. Kennedy up through Hillary Clinton. So this is what you have. But what you find is these organizations have been promoting, even in the medical freedom or the vaccine movement, that vaccines are the only way. And now their twist is safe vaccines. Okay. And if you look at Gavi, Gavi, and by the way, I was the first one to bring this out, really talk about this months ago, um, many many months ago, that the Gavi organization is with WHO, it's with the World Bank, it's with UNICEF, etc. And one of the key things. And this is going to get get into the truth as you analyze it from a systems perspective that Gavi is a big promoter of what's called the UN Sustainable Development Goals, the SDG. All right. So let me show you the connection. Here's Hillary Clinton. Here's Bill Gates interconnected to an organization called Gavi, which, by the way, gave uh, Clinton hundreds of millions of dollars. And that organization, there's their logo, is backed by donor countries, research agencies, private sectors, vaccine manufacturers, uh, uh, different countries, but it's one big swamp, okay? And that swamp endorsed the sustainable development goals of the UN. So what is this and why is this important? Well, first of all, the background I wanna share with you is the reason this is important, the reason they set up the SDG, you're gonna see very quickly, it's backended by big pharma, okay? They sort of sustainable development goals. Ooh, it sounds so good. Sustainable, right? Well, it's backended by big pharma. Why? If you look at this graph, as I've shared in the previous talks, what do you see here? What you see here is that big pharma is actually has a major problem. Less and less new drugs are being approved, even by the FDA and allowed into market because of their massive toxicity. Now, remember, we're not talking about vaccines. We're talking about drugs, okay, like Lipitor or Advil, or Tylenol. The FDA is not approving Big Pharma's new drugs. And every year, they're spending more and more and more and more in R&D, and they're not getting things being approved. And this is another graph that talks about that. Year over year, they spend lots and lots of money in R&D, and the FDA is not approving. So they're actually losing a lot of money with drugs. Remember, drugs are synthetic molecules. So they are looking for a new way to profit. Otherwise, they're gonna tank and they're gonna crash and burn. But I really want you to understand this. Big Pharma is not doing well, okay? They're not doing well. They're actually losing a lot of money. So what does the sustainable development goals have to do with them? Well, the UN put this thing through the World Health Organization called the Sustainable Development Goals, supported by them too, by the way. And the Sustainable Development Goals lay out this utopia No poverty, zero hunger, good health and well-being, quality education, um, you know, clean water and sanitation, you know, uh, life below water, etc. I mean, it sounds like, you know, amazing, you know, some of the things are questionable, but, you know, poverty and all these ending poverty, et cetera. And what do these sustainable development goals say? If you read them in order to get there embedded in the document, their path to utopia is global vaccination. So they've laid out, let me put it very clear, sustainable development goals. And they they call it this, you know, it's their version of utopia. So every person says, oh, my God, of course, I want that. And if you really read read it carefully, uh, 13 out of these, they have 17 goals, 13 to 14 out of the 17 goals demand global vaccination. So there, again, this is a amazing PR thing. I'm going to, offer you all of this, but in order to get there, we're going to have to vaccinate, you know, I'll read you this, and you can go read it. I've gone through the immunization agenda of 2030, a global strategy to leave no one behind. This is the document that's part of the sustainable development goals. And what does it say? Right. If you go to page one, it right away says a world where everyone at every age fully benefits from vaccines for good health. Okay. I'll read it again, a world where everyone, everywhere, anytime, anyplace, by anybody, right? At at every age, fully benefits from vaccines for good health. So they have done two very clever things. They said good health demands vaccines. They're not talking about building immunity like we've been talking about, you know, boosting boosting immunity or building community. It's all about vaccines must be good health. And they don't wanna leave anyone behind. It says right in the title, to leave no one behind, okay? Everyone seeing this? Leave no one behind. So this is the marketing arm of Big Pharma. And why do I say that? If you go through the document, in order to end hunger, we need immunization. In order for good health and aging, we need immunization. In order for gender equality, we need immunization. Removing gender-related barriers to immunization, right? Immunization is needed for clean water. Immunization logistic for systems. Immunization, the word immunization, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. So, 1, uh, uh, I'm sorry, 13. 13 of the 17, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 14 of the 17 goals, as you can see here, demand we all get vaccinated, Okay. So they set up a beautiful utopia and it demands 14 of those 17 goals. We need vaccines. And again, here in in writing, you know, you can see what those are. Those are the SDG goals from no poverty to part, you know, to life on the land. And this is their utopia. And again, the key vaccination, also known as a key to utopia. That's what they're saying. You got a question, Dylan? No, it's
1: kind of messed up. <laughs> but it is, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So again, uh, this is the agenda for 2030. It's in black and white. And in this agenda, if you read the document, and I encourage everyone to go do it, you can get it online. Uh, Sweden, Denmark, and France are written as their very most important countries, okay? And and that's what they put as their key countries there. Sweden, Denmark, um, and, and those countries. Now, what you find is, that the, the Sustainable Development Goals, which is a partnership of the World Health Organization, the UN, there's another very big world organization. And I dug this up called the International Federation of Pharmaceutical Manufacturers and Associations, IFPMA. And again, you know, um, with all humility, I was the first one to put this out there that the IFPMA is the organization that also, is supporting the Sustainable Development Goals. And this organization, the International Federation of Pharmaceutical Manufacturers Association, it's the R&D-based pharmaceutical industry, supports the World Health Organization's five-year plan and welcomes new era on health partnerships. So IFPMA supports the SDG, which is uh, also supported by Gavi, Hillary Clinton, and Bill Gates. Okay? So who is the heads of the IFPMA? PMA, and I did some research. Well, the head of it is a guy called David Ricks, who's a president, chairman, and chief executive officer of Eli Lilly, one of the top five pharmaceutical companies in the world. The second is Dr. Isawao Teshigori, who's part of Shin- Sh- Shinogi, which is, again, one of the top five pharmaceutical companies. And the last one is Severin Schwann, who's part of Roche Group, Huffman, what used to be Huffman La Roche, but it's Roche Group, another one of the top five uh, pharma companies. So the three top pharma CEOs, the three of the five, are on the board of the International Federal Pharmaceutical Manufacturer Association, which is the one that also supports the strategic, I mean, the sustainable development goals, which clearly says 14 of those 17 goals, we have to globally vaccinate everyone, okay? Now, if you look at Shinogi, uh, and you look at the latest news that came out, and all of them are involved in vaccine development. Lilly, and CureVac announced global collaboration to develop MRNA cancer vaccine. I'm going to give a talk on what a MRNA cancer vaccine is. Shinogi, same thing. They're building vaccines. Roach, stock surges after snagging emergency approval for coronavirus. So all of these organizations have all profited from the coronavirus. They're all part of supporting the sustainable development goals. 14 of the 17 goals require global vaccination. And if you remember, as I mentioned, the entire pharmaceutical development process is medieval. It's not working. They have to do, you know, they find a new compound. They got to do test tube. They got to kill animals that takes six years. They got to spend another nine years testing on humans and they can get sued. And only 20% of their drugs are making it out of phase one clinical trials. Their entire business model is in the toilet. They need vaccines. so. And again, as I mentioned here, this is again, the data, they spent a lot of money on this process and they're not getting enough new drug approvals. Even the corrupt FDA is not allowing their drugs through. Does that make sense, Dylan? Mm -hmm. Okay. And, um, and, and now look at the vaccine market, look at this market. They're losing money. It's going in the toilet, but look at this vaccine market, 17 to 18% growth per year. Look at it, year over year over year. They, they were at 10 years ago, they're at 30 billion. Now they're gonna approach 60 billion. And include you know, animal market is 4 billion and that's grown at around, you know, you could argue about, you know, 20%, okay? Not as good, but the bottom line is human vaccine market is growing at 20% per year. This market is going down the tubes. I hope this makes sense. Everyone see that? Vaccine market is explosively growing. And remember, vaccines, thanks to the Kennedys, thanks to the Kennedy Vaccination Act of 1962, which should be removed, and all these protests, they don't want to talk about that. And the 1986 uh, Kennedy, you know, the, the, the program put in by Ted Kennedy Jr., the brother of John Kennedy, who made sure we couldn't sue pharma companies. So, guess the reason this is going down here, pharma companies are going down, is you can sue pharma companies. But you cannot sue vaccine manufacturers. Thank you to the Kennedys. And you have this complete fool, Robbie Kennedy running around, fooling the entire medical freedom movement for safe vaccines. Meanwhile, he says he's pro-vaccine. Okay? People got to wake up. So, and, we, and that's why those people said, yeah, the flu, you, well, that movement is being taken over by these same people. So these people are very smart, but look at the trillions of capability dollars that they want. This market is growing at 17%. That's every year, okay? That's why these guys want to explosively grow this. So it's doubling every six years. The driver of the growth is increase of infectious diseases. So they love infectious diseases because it drives that growth. They are projected to be a $120 billion industry by in 2026. 20, Remember, vitamin D, industry is only about a billion dollars, okay? These people are a hundred times bigger than vitamin D, okay? Obviously they want vaccines, they don't want you taking vitamin D. The global HPV market alone will be $11 billion, which which is about 10% of that whole industry. So I hope this makes sense to you. Now, as I've shared with you, they don't, their entire, uh, their entire this growth and convincing you out of fear, fear leads to remember fiction, fake science, and fascism is promoting a fake science model of the immune system, which we've talked about, that there's only two boxes in the immune system. You have the innate immune system, which is everything in your skin, your eyes, your gut, you know, your mucous membranes, and then you have your adaptive. And oh my God, we must have vaccines to create antibodies. And they don't wanna talk about the truth that the immune system is far more complex. It involves the innate, the adaptive, the interferon, your gut microbiome, your virome, your neural systems. And what that leads you to realize is one size does not fit all. Their model says one size fits all, give you this vaccine, you get these antibodies, you're done. But the truth of the immune system is, the immune system's far more complicated. You, I have very different kinds of gut bacteria than you do. My interferons, have, I may have different interferons turned on versus you, We, one size does not fit all. And the body's much more complex And we need to focus on the right medicine for the right person at the right time. This science leads them to push vaccines, vaccines, vaccines. And if you look at it, Bill and Hillary Clinton's controversial foundation does they raised 313 million for R and D in new vaccines and medicine. That is the Clinton foundation. They got that through Gabby from Bill Gates. All right. And Robert Kennedy Jr. Endorsed vaccine queen Hillary Clinton three times. I got to keep saying that. And the re- I have to do this dirty job, okay? And this movement's been stuck for 15 years before I came and I said, we need to build a bottoms-up movement. That's how we went in New Jersey. So here you go. Who else is involved? Big tech. Mark Zuckerberg. We put up, we had a, we did a theater uh, of me uh, challenging Fauci. The, that video in four hours got a million views. Mark Zuckerberg took it down and I have to put it on him. He's the head of Facebook. He took it down. And it was an amazing video where we uh, literally read quotes from Fauci and it was a debate. But all of his stuff was, quote unquote, what he had said. But look at this doofus over here. OK, two doofuses, two Harvard dropouts, one of them which stole uh, a DOS from someone else and the other guy who also stole a product. And these guys get a lot of publicity and uh, Wikipedia doesn't question the fact that Bill Gates did not create DOS and and same thing with Zuckerberg, but they will do all sorts of racist activities against me when the facts are so clear, I invented the first email system before I came to MIT. But you see, it's cool to be a Harvard dropout because you're part of the club. So, and this is, this is uh, Zuckerberg with his wife, the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative, $6 billion they put in. It's actually a private company. They've done a weird sort of private nonprofit thing the Chan Zuckerberg Biohub, all about vaccines, vaccines, vaccines. So you have Bill Gates into vaccines, you have Zuckerberg into vaccines, you have the Clintons into vaccines, all these organizations. And what you find here is Zuckerberg is, you know, giving Fauci a lot of airtime. I wish he'd give me airtime, but he won't because he has a serious conflict of interest. So the biggest, one of the biggest media companies is also one of the biggest vaccine makers, which is, um, Zuckerberg, what he's doing with this foundation. And again, if you look back at this, these are the three companies, the three countries that the sustainable development goal says are doing so well. What, What just happened several months ago was this. In March, I brought this out, is that Denmark rushed an emergency law. You know what that emergency law is? And this is the beginning. And remember, this is what the sustainable development goals considers Denmark as an amazing country, which is practicing those sustainable development goals. And what are the sustainable development goals? Of those 17 goals, 14 say we must have vaccination. Big Pharma is behind those goals. Gabby's behind those goals. And guess what? They uphold Denmark as a trophy of a country that practices those, achieves those goals. Well, Denmark rushed through an emergency law. It's called the coronavirus law. What is that law? Denmark's parliament on Thursday, this is back in March, unanimously passed an emergency coronavirus law, unanimously, which gives, think about this, unanimously, which gives health authorities powers to force testing, treatment, and quarantine with the backing of the police. Let me repeat that gives health authorities powers to force testing, treatment, and quarantine with the backing of the police. In fact, they can come into your home and do that, okay? This is brought to you by Sustainable Development Goals of the World Health Organization. And you may think that's in Denmark, but for those of us in the United States and Massachusetts, well, this was just August of 19. Four days after this, I called a massive protest. Hundreds of people showed up on the Boston Common. We're not gonna go begging to the State That's what the other group did. They go beg to legislators. We called another protest one week, later they the fault the fake choice group was supposed to do theirs because it was going to thunderstorm they called it off we still had theirs hundreds more showed up again and by the way the preston covers ours they covered the fake one right mm-hmm. that's what they do they want to promote the fake movement now the this one we're having forced vaccination Massachusetts which says for kids flu vaccine now required for all Massachusetts school students enrolled in child care, preschool, K through 12, and post-secondary institutions, okay? And we're gonna be doing another massive protest uh, before the end of this month, be aware of it. And all those people who are begging at the state house, stop begging, you know, come out to the common, join the real protest, stop going, stop being misled. I've told you you're being misled, don't be fooled, otherwise nothing's gonna happen. But the bottom line is, be it in Denmark or here, this is part, of big pharma's goal. And again, the reason they're doing this, let's be very clear, they are losing money. And and this analysis, people saying, oh, big pharma, they're making money. No, they're not making money. They're not making money off their medicines. They're losing money. So they gotta move into vaccines fast. So they got Bill Gates, they got Zuckerberg, they got the Clintons like this, all three run foundations, running the fear-mongering. Fauci's their front-end man, as I talked about back in March. They got people like Bobby Kennedy, who is, you know, in bed with Hillary Clinton. By the way, Bobby Kennedy also hung around with Epstein. Okay, let's not forget that. So did Bill Gates. Okay, all these guys are the same clan. So um, you got to rip yourself away from them. Stop being, you know, oh, my God, the Kennedys. No, the Kennedys are the ones who created the, the Vaccination Act of 1962, John Kennedy. Then the other Kennedy, the one who raped and murdered people who got away with it. You and I never would. Ted Kennedy. Then they implemented also the 1986 vaccine injury program, which absolved vaccine manufacturers. And you got the other foolish Kennedy with his voice running around, you know, and people, you know, running around thinking he's, you know, gonna uh, manipulate the world. He's gonna get away with it, promoting safe vaccines. And, but fundamentally what he's part of is he's part of the problem. He endorsed Hillary Clinton three times. He endorsed Hillary Clinton three times. I'll say it again. He endorsed Hillary Clinton three times, was a vaccine queen. So there you go. So the reason I wanted to share this with you is when you put it all together, what do you find? What you find is this very simple thing. Pharma is going down the tubes. They need a new product, vaccines. And why are vaccines good? They don't need to go through that long testing cycle I just shared. Remember that long process, which takes them $5 billion, many, many years to get a product through? Um, Let me show this to you right here just to make sure everyone's aware of this, this is the long testing cycle. Imagine Toyota or the car manufacturers not having to test anything. They just put any car out there. And if the wheel falls off, guess what? You can't sue them. You got to go to a vaccine court. In this case, imagine having to go to an automobile court under the US government, you're going to get anything. Remember when Toyota's uh, pedals failed, their stock value went down by $16 billion. They had to pay out a lot. Vaccine manufacturers are protected. Thank you to the Kennedys. Thank you to the Kennedys. All right? So this is what's going on. It's time we wake the WTFU, okay? And realize who's our enemy and what the movement we need to build. And the movement we need to build is a bottoms up movement. And that's why I decided to run for Senate because it's about truth, freedom, and health. And that's why all of you supported us. And that's why they had to commit election fraud because When I mean they, it was big pharma, big tech, big agriculture, big academia. Within seconds, they knew we were going to win on a landslide. They found a doofus to lose to Ed Markey, who I believe was a co-sponsor in the house of that vaccine injury program with Ted Kennedy. Okay, they don't want a fighter like me fighting forced vaccinations. They don't want someone like me fighting school uh, school lockdowns and business lockdowns or fighting exposing the carbon tax. They want their fake fighters and the establishment. That's why we must win in Massachusetts. We got to win everyone. And that's why the volunteers, the amazing volunteers, all of you donate to our campaign, that's where we're escalating this movement. And that's why we need you to support this campaign and you can support it in a number of ways. A, you can donate to the campaign. You can get all your friends, any one of you listening out there, tell your friends, who are in massachusetts whether you're outside outside of the world in massachusetts tell them to go to the shiva for senate site click on the bottom where it says i pledge to write in dr shiva so we want to know their their contact because we want to keep in touch with them we'll send you nice you know we want inundate with mobile messages what's going on what the next step is they could sign up and right here give their mobile and their zip in massachusetts so everyone out there go to the site if you're in massachusetts pledge Tell your friends that you know, if you're outside of Massachusetts, to pledge to vote for us as a write in candidate and writing in. What's wonderful about writing in is people write Dr. Shiva and they have to count it by hand counted votes. By the way, in Massachusetts, in Franklin County, we won big Okay, over this other fool. They couldn't cheat us there because 70 percent of the ballots are hand counted there. Okay, And by the way, we have just issued a FOIA to the secretary of state. And you know what they told us? They don't have the ballot images. And the ballot images are what's used for counting. So they have another few days to deliver those ballot images, or we're gonna be going after criminal indictments against them. So we're not fooling around in any way, whether it's to fully expose election fraud, it's to fully stop forced vaccinations. But the bottom line is all of us have to get smart. We cannot be following misleaders. We have to follow a bottoms-up movement. And those of you who are in this no-force vaccination movement. Get out, get away from the fake leaders. They're misleaders. They do not really want you to protest because they saw us growing. Now they're creating fake protests. Join with the real movement because we deserve to win, not be misled. Let me take some questions. Let's take some questions. What do we got on there? Um, Someone said, um, what did someone say here? Richard Giorgio says 10 days. Yes, federal court, U.S. Constitution is a law of the land. Richard's, I'm not sure what Richard's referring to. I drive across the state and i always see a sign everywhere. Yes, Jeremy Gould, you said it. This fool had no signs, no bumper stickers, no organizations. We all have to wake up to realize that we live in a third state, third world country right now. Massachusetts is a failed state. Okay. You have a bunch of thugs and goons running this state. We won that landslide. They manipulated the elections. Anyone who supports either party establishment anymore, you're foolish, okay? The good news is 60% of Massachusetts are independents. They know it's the person, not the party. So whether you're a lowercase d or Republican, I don't care. In the US Senate election coming up on in November 2020, you have an opportunity to get a real choice. I don't care who you, others you vote for, but you bet, better vote for us If you don't want forced vaccinations, if you want schools to reopen and definitely if you don't want business lockdowns, that's what we need. We need someone who's going to go balls to the walls and fight for you. And that's who I am. Enough of these lawyers. And I need everyone out there, wherever you are in the world, wherever you are in the United States, calling up your friends and telling them to write in Dr. Shiva and you can literally send them that link forward them that link, shivaforsenate.com slash vote. Tell your friends, look, fill it, fill this up. Let Dr. Shiva know you're going to be pledging for them so we can get the movement going. Okay, here's a very foolish person. The smear campaign against RFK is weak, weak, weak. Well, LJ Lavelle, then you can go suck up to him all day long. He endorsed Hillary Clinton three times. It's not a smear campaign. He's the one who tried to smear me when I exposed him. He endorsed Hillary Clinton three times. And since you're asking, Lavelle, let me play you. He says that he's against vaccines, but let's get to the facts, okay? Because it's time that people, everyone thinks the Kennedys are some great people. I'm sorry. They're not good people, okay? They make money off every little alcohol, still to this day, a billion dollar trust fund, okay? That's who the Kennedys have. Why, do, why does Robert Kennedy need $30,000 to go to a protest? He doesn't have his own money and p- foolish people are donating to him. Let me read for you. Let me play for you in Robert Kennedy's own words, it, whether you think he's anti-vaccine. He says, I want to say it emphatically. I am pro-vaccine. I have been fiercely pro-vaccine. I believe that we have to have policies that encourage full vaccination. Here's in his own words, an own video. <laughs>
1: Minister Farrakhan has asked me to address the issue of vaccines and African-American and vaccine safety. I want to start out by saying this and I want to say it emphatically. I am pro-vaccine. I I have always been furiously pro-vaccine. I had all six of my children vaccinated and I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans.
0: Let me play that again for the foolish people who want to keep I'm sorry, sucking up to Robert Kennedy and the Kennedy family because you think they have nice pictures, okay? Get your head out of you know what, okay? Let me play this again. Here's the truth.
1: Minister Farrakhan has asked me to address the issue of vaccines and African American and vaccine safety. I want to start out by saying this, and I want to say it emphatically, I am pro-vaccine. I I have always been furiously pro-vaccine. I had all six of my children vaccinated, and I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans.
0: All right. I hope that's clear to the foolish individual who basically said, I'm doing, no, what I did was brought out the truth, and Robert Kennedy called me a vaccine maker. Said I support Bill Gates? Unfreaking believable That's why I'm suing him for $97 million. Okay? The Kennedys cannot get away because they have a Kennedy name with maligning people, lying, and all the other things Ted Kennedy did. If you and I did what happened in Chappaquiddick, we'd all be in jail. So everyone needs to get away from the Hollywood mystique, get away from the brainwashing if you want to see change in this country. Otherwise, we're not going to have any of that. What we're going to have is... Power, profit, and control, not truth, freedom, and health. Nick Rivera says, I volunteer calls just haven't volunteered in person. That's great, Nick. Great to have you. Okay. Anyone else want to try to defend the Kennedy bullshit mystique? Come on. Let's have a discussion. Anyone want to defend the fact that you have a guy saying one thing over here and you believe his words and over here he endorsed Hillary Clinton three times? Anyone want to defend this? Where can I donate if I'm not in America? Nick, you can't donate to a federal campaign, but if you want your body, your system, and all of that, go to yourbodyyoursystem.com, and you can get access to the tool. Thanks, Nick. Um, Okay. Uh, Okay, someone's asking, so here is another person. Why would RFK lie? Well, you happen to think like he wouldn't lie, okay? You have to get over your mystique Nadira, okay, you have to understand the Kennedys have a history. You go back to the history of the father, the great grandfather, the the great grandfather. Okay, Joe Kennedy, Joe Kennedy, he made money off shorting the stock market in the 20s. And then he was an ambassador. He struck a deal to make sure that his family got a piece of action of every piece of scotch that came into this country. They have a billion dollar trust fund. I've you know, look, I've I know these people. All right. You think in the back of your mind, because you're probably a good person, that oh, they run a nonprofit, they had some problems, Oh, they must no, they're not nice people. He endorsed Hillary Clinton three times. That's not a lie, it's just a fact. Not only endorsed her, put out press releases after she knew after he knew she voted she supported Monsanto, and I'll do a whole talk on it if you want. After he knew she supported vaccines. So please stop being stupid and naive. That's all I can say. We don't need dumb. You know, I I had to be this blunt, but at a a certain point, you can't be dumb anymore. You can't be dumb anymore. Yes, Joe Kennedy was a booze runner. And by the way, still to this day, the Kennedys have a billion dollar trust fund. Why is Robert Kennedy, if you, you know, all these very um, unfortunate women who think, you know, you have to suck up to the Kennedys, invite him to come speak. And he wants 30 grand or, you know, he's flying in his private plane. He's talking about climate change and he's got private planes. Come on. Wake up, everyone. Stop being stupid. What do people write in? Dr. Shiva. You can just write in Dr. Shiva, okay? Dr. Shiva. You can write that in because according to the law, it's the intent. It's Dr. Shiva. Keep it simple. Someone, Sita says, Thank you, doctor, for all you do, sending love and light to you and your family. Thank you, Sita. Very sweet of you. Right. Someone said he'd lie to protect Hillary cartel. Exactly. Look, Bill Clinton was with the Epsteins. Robert Kennedy, he's in in Epstein's black book. All right. Please connect the dots. Get over the pictures. Get over the Camelot. Get over your illusion. Take away your rose-colored glasses and wake the hell up. Otherwise, we're heading into a disaster in this country. We're heading into slavery, not freedom. And the people you think like the Kennedys are trying to help you, they are part of the problem. Jessica. Yep. Well, uh, Jessica said she moved away from Massachusetts. Well, I guess I like to fight, you know, and we're behind enemy lines. And for some reason, you know, almighty God sent me to MIT. I didn't even know about it until two weeks before I applied. And I'm in the belly of the beast and I, I know all their weaknesses And we've created an amazing movement with great volunteer supporters like all of you. And Massachusetts is really the epicenter of the deep state. So we got to win here. We want everyone to raise their swords, which is their pen, you know, and write in Dr. Shiva. The pen is mightier than the sword. Uh, Matt, you don't have to put the address. You don't have to put it, just put Dr. Shiva. Dr. Shiva, that's all you need to do. If I die from COVID, make sure I, I vote Dr. Shiva. Okay, you're not gonna die. Been following you since you started. Unfortunately, I'm not a U.S. citizen, can't vote, but I endorse you to all my friends. Thanks, Jonna. By the way, Jonna, you uh, you can get access to your body, your system, and those tools if you need, but tell all your friends, we got to get everyone to pledge to vote. Write in, write in, write in. They think they thought that because they cheated us in the primaries that we were going to walk away. In fact, what they did was they screwed up. They jumped the gun. If they were smart, they would wait to the general elections, to cheat me but now we're building up even a bigger movement we need to wake up it's a worldwide problem exactly timothy right on uh rochelle we're so grateful for you always ringing the warn- uh, warning bells for us we appreciate you so much rochelle thank you look the warning bells here are the following do we want to win or do we want to go into suffering and there's really and i'll do another talk to remind everyone there's really three three elements in a movement, the establishment, the obvious people like the Hillary Clinton, then the bottoms up people like us who come from nowhere, building a bottoms up movement. And then there's a not so obvious establishment like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. or the Bernie Sanders, okay? Or the Al Sharptons, these people talk a good game and you know, they can talk all day they want, but they endorse these people, okay? All those three people, Bernie Sanders included, Talked all this stuff. What did he do? At the end of the day, he bowed down to Hillary Clinton. Al Sharpton loves Hillary Clinton. The Kennedys, Hillary Clinton. She's vaccine queen. One of the most corrupt families on the planet. What about stickers with their name and address? Are they unacceptable? Jack, we can do stickers. However, we've heard sometimes when you put the stickers on, they get stuck in the machines. So we're really encouraging people to keep it simple. Dr. Shiva. Dr. Shiva. Dr. Shiva. Someone said it's best to expose the corruption in the state. Fight, fight, fight. Exactly. Gregory, if you're in this state, please go right now and pledge shiverforsenate.com. Vote. Tell two of your friends and get everyone out there to win a write-in. That's what we're going to do. By the way, there have been senators, not senators I care for, but Strom Thurmond and Lisa Murkowski who won write-in campaigns for U.S. Senate. And by the way, I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're an independent. The issue we hear is whether you're black or a police person. By the way, you know, we all have the same interests. Right now, the Republican establishment wants to say, oh, we support the police. And the Democrat establishment says we support blacks. Well, see, they're creating this black-white narrative. The issue is people and the police have always been together. We don't want that separation. This campaign is about bringing people together to fight, to fight, number one, no forced vaccinations. Let's reopen the schools. No carbon tax, no... Uh, uh, you know, no lockdowns. And we have to fix a crumbling infrastructure. Massachusetts got an F minus minus in infrastructure brought to you by Republicans and Democrats. They do not care about us. So let's forget all this left, right BS. Okay. Look where we are. We're dealing with forced vaccinations. This didn't happen by just one party or another. Both parties colluded against us, the working people. We need to wake up. It's a worldwide problem. Exactly. That's good. Trump supports freedom of choice. That's wonderful. Someone said, uh, what do they say here? I'm afraid for you. Watch your back. Look, we all have to watch each other's back. Okay. That's what we need to do. We need to watch each other's back because ultimately what's going to happen is the way we're going to win is bottoms up. It's not me. I'm just a small catalyst in this. I just was lucky to get a lot of knowledge and information, but we all need to build a bottoms up movement. All of you, I don't want you guys to be followers. I want you guys to be leaders. What I'm giving you is educational knowledge. So you can articulate this in your own ways. I'm trying to teach you principles. Truth, freedom, and health is a principle. Exposing the not so obvious establishment is a principle. If you can understand these, The goal is for you to become leaders in your own communities so we can fight. We need warriors. We need leaders. We don't need followers. Okay? That's what Facebook wants. That's what Instagram wants. We don't want followers. We want leaders. Exactly. We are one big family. You stated it. They want to divide us, black and white, left and right, Democrat and Republican. We all have the same needs. Who wants to be forced vaccinated? Who wants their businesses being shut down after they put so much effort? Who wants their kids to not be allowed to go to school? And when they go to school, it's like a horror show. The teacher's wearing a mask. They're wearing a mask. You can't even smile at your friends. I mean, when I went to my first day of school, I still remember it was a lot of fun, right? These kids, it's they're entering into a horror show. What kind of memory are we creating? So remember, if we vote for them, which is this Republican Democrat thing, Freedom is going to become a memory. That's what we're heading towards. Freedom will become a memory. This campaign, Shiva for Senate, is about truth, freedom, and health. We got to win here. Take, let's take up that sword, this pen. The pen is mighty than the sword and everyone get ready to tell your friends to write in Dr. Shiva. Yes, Shiva's a wild card they didn't account for. They sure didn't. They sure, I should never, first of all, gotten to the stage. I grew up as many of you know, as an untouchable in India, you know, worked my butt off in Jersey in working class towns, amazing people that taught me. And a guy like me with all those degrees at MIT, my PhD is supposed to fall in line, is supposed to bow down to the Kennedys and feel so good about them. No, that's not who I am. That's not who you are. We are working people. We're gonna unite and we're gonna get smart. We're not gonna trust these people from top down anymore. They don't deserve our trust. They don't deserve our faith. They live in Malibu. They hang out in Hollywood. They bang whoever the hell they want. They hang out with Jeffrey Epstein. They're one incestuous bunch of clan. Why are you voting for them? Why are you supporting them? They're not one of us. They're not one of us. Okay, there we go. Jen, is there anything else that we need to do? Let me see if Karina's got everything. Karina's got a good one. Uh, Join us. By the way, we love volunteers. You'll meet amazing people. You cannot believe the quality of people that join this campaign. I mean, we have people from all over the country, all over the world, all over Massachusetts. And the people that come to this campaign, A, they're working people. B, they actually care. They're true Americans, true human beings. C, they're not going to let up. The people that come to this campaign are fighters. They're not gonna say, oh, well, they cheated us. I'm gonna go put my tail between my legs and run away. No, they're true human beings. So if you wanna be part of something historic, volunteer. It's, it's an awesome experience. You get to meet people. You can help us make phone calls. You can help us as on, on, on the digital side. You can also help us on the ground. You know, we, we go to all the places, we converse with people, but our campaign is really about having lots and lots of conversations. I'm glad you stuck around mass. Sure, Jeremy. Thank you. Um, yes, yeah, someone said we'll do a video. Yep. Open schools. Definitely. Yep. All right. Yes, that's a good question. Why did Kennedys endorse Biden? Ask him that. Okay. Look, they're all one. You know, just to be clear, Trump is not a Republican or a Democrat. The reason I voted for him because he was a disruptor. And he hijacked the Republican Party. You know, he used to make fun of Republicans actually, right? he used to make fun of Democrats. He was part of the Reform Party. So we need to start voting with the person, not the party, okay? If you're playing Republican and Democrat, you're living in some other world. The world is moving into the future. You gotta start voting for the person, not the stupid parties. They don't matter. And that's why our campaign in the US Senate election Take up your pen like a sword and wield it and write in Dr. Shiva. Okay. Uh, Bernie is a phony. Bernie is one of the biggest phonies. I mean, here's a guy who says, I'm building a movement. Well, what movement did he build? He gave that movement to Hillary. Then he gave it to Biden. Okay? Warmongers, complete crooks. OK, what do we say here? Karina says, uh, I missed that. People are losing their mind with something, Karina said. Um, yeah, we, that's why uh, someone said there's there will come a day when there'll be no parties. Exactly. All right, everyone. Uh, thank you so much. Um, I, You know, this is your campaign, you know, wherever you are in the world. Massachusetts is the epicenter. If you remember, and I'll leave you with this thought, if you, if you saw that movie Star Wars, the first one, you remember Luke Skywalker takes that, his, his uh, weapon and he hits that one spot in the Death Star and it blows up. Well, Massachusetts is that one spot. It is the center of the center of the deep state. And by our winning, our building this movement, we've already won. Every person, every one of you who joins us, joins us here. We move forward. That's a victory for truth, freedom, and health. So we just keep growing, 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 independent of these parties based on principles of truth, freedom, and health. Thank you, everyone. It's a great great pleasure again. Uh, anyway, I'll start tomorrow back on the immune system series, but I really wanted to emphasize to you all why, why Big Pharma needs forced vaccinations. In, in closing, they're failing, and Big And vaccinations offer them an easy way out, a captive audience. You can't sue them. Thank you to the Kennedys. And they can make trillions of dollars. Thank you, everyone. Be well. Be the light. Let's win this fight.